0: It's a year that most of us would prefer to forget. A year that future historians will look back upon with a mixture of morbid fascination and utter dismay. But can we take any lessons from 2020? That's the topic of this latest episode of Demolition News Radio, and we'll be right back after this. I'm reliably informed that at the time of recording, there are less than 80 days left of what has been a god-awful year for just about everyone. Many of us have lost loved ones, or been separated from them for prolonged periods of time. We've seen many of the things that we once considered normal, dining out, travelling, shaking hands, consigned to the history books, at least for now. We've seen our home lives turned upside down. And we've seen our work lives turned, in many cases, into home lives. We've seen the very best of humanity, mostly in the shape of the health workers that risked their lives to help others. Sadly, we've also seen the worst of humanity, with those that attempted to use a global pandemic for political or financial gain. We've seen many acting selflessly, helping those less fortunate than themselves at a time of crisis. We've seen many more acting selfishly, refusing to wear masks and holding food and supplies that they didn't actually need. But have we actually learned anything from all of this? Personally speaking, I've learned plenty. I've learned that politicians do not have the answers. In fact, from the outset of the lockdown, it was clear that British politicians would happily throw demolition and construction workers under the COVID-19 bus, just so long as they could keep the wheels of their precious economy turning. We learned that when politicians say key workers, what they actually mean is cannon fodder. We learned that the industry's powers were willing to follow that government lead, simultaneously preaching a health and safety message while sending men and women to work in the midst of a global pandemic. We learned that the mainstream media has its own agenda. And while I don't necessarily buy into Donald Trump's fake news claims, It's been all too clear that many of our so-called political pundits are more interested in making the headlines rather than actually reporting them. But amidst it all, we, or certainly I, have learned lessons that are far more important. I've learned the importance of picking up the phone for no other reason than to make sure someone is doing okay. I've learned that anything is possible through the power of collaboration. I've learned who my friends are who I can trust, and just as importantly, who I can't. I've learned that the demolition industry is more resilient than I could ever have imagined. I've learned that there's a huge gulf between saying a thing and actually doing it, and that all too often those that claim to be working for the greater good are, in fact, working for their greater good. I've learned the importance of raising up everyone, not just a select few. And I've learned, belatedly perhaps, the kind of person I want to be the kind of business I want to run and the kind of people I want to work with. All of these lessons and many more besides will shape the way that I approach 2021. In the coming year, I will personally ensure that demolition use in all its forms is unavoidable and that all those individuals and companies that work with us are unavoidable too. I will use every means at my disposal to challenge the industry status quo and work with the new leaders within the sector to help forge a safer, more diverse, and more profitable industry for the future. I will continue to question why workers in this sector are not guaranteed to return home safely each night. I will continue to question why we are focused upon mental health awareness, rather than addressing the issues that cause those mental health issues in the first place. I will continue to help unemployed demolition workers find gainful employment, to ensure that we retain their experience and their expertise. I will work tirelessly to encourage young people into this industry, and I will do so not just in words, but in deeds too. I will throw a spotlight onto all that is good about this industry of ours, and I will hold up a mirror to reflect all that is bad. I will treat it as my personal mission to ensure that this industry is better when I leave it than it was when I arrived. So how do all these promises and commitments manifest themselves? Quite simply, with more. More of everything. We've already established Demolition News as the global industry's largest and most widely read news portal. But it will get bigger. And it will get better. We have the world's biggest demolition following on Instagram and on Facebook. These will get bigger and better too. We have the world's only dedicated demolition live stream show that channel will do more and say more. We have this show that is now available across more than a dozen podcast platforms, and which you can now listen to via smart speaker. This will be updated more regularly and tackle an even broader range of topics. And we've forged an alliance with two of the industry's biggest influencers to ensure that even though we have done all this, the best is yet to come. In one of the early episodes of the Demolition Daily live stream that I started when the first lockdown began, I said that I had made it my personal mission to not let COVID-19 stand in my way. Having come out of lockdown and now facing the very real prospect of going back in again, I'm even more resolute in that mission. It's too early for New Year's resolutions, and frankly making any kind of promise in such an uncertain world seems foolhardy and somehow redundant. But take it from me. In 2021, demolition news will be unflinching, it will be unstoppable, and it will be unavoidable.